You're listening to the Mind Your Own Dog Business Podcast. I'm your host, leading expert in dog business strategist, Kristen Lee. Guys, get ready for your journey, your journey to cutting edge marketing and sales, creating a standout kick-ass dog business brand, along with mastering your mindset that's going to smash all of these glass ceilings that have been holding you back and catapult your dog business to the next level with actionable steps you can take right away. We're going to empower you. We're going to grow you as you step into your authentic self, not only as a dog trainer, dog walker, or whatever slice of the pet industry you find yourself in, but as that badass entrepreneur. My mission is to disrupt the current norm, cut through the noise, cut through the bullshit, and empower the incredible women of the dog business industry to step into the spotlight, reclaim control, and transform not only their businesses, but their lives. It's real. It's raw, it's uncensored, and it's what this dog business industry needs. Let's do this, guys. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Mind Your Own Dog Business Podcast. Holy crap. Oh my God. First and foremost, I want to take a second before we hop into the marketing superpower elements or whatever I'm going to chop up and mess up in this episode for your dog business. I want to take a moment and really express so much fucking gratitude and love And just the most amazing things to all of your goddamn incredible feedback from my last episode of the dog business sales. Because guys, I know you're out there doing that type of stuff now and I cannot wait to see and you guys can tell me your fucking results. So thank you. Thank you again for all of your incredible feedback on it. You guys were loving it, and I plan to bring more dramatic content like that, especially for this episode too, but I plan to bring more content like that and deliver it to you on a twice-weekly basis if I can, depending on my schedule, but this is just incredible, and I, I just I can't even begin to thank everybody and just be just in so much, just a state of gratitude and love for all the amazing words and kind expressions and the support of doing this. That being said, guys, if you're really fucking loving this podcast, if you're really digging it and you're like, holy crap, this is stuff that my colleagues need to hear, that other business owners that aren't even dog business entrepreneurs need to hear. Because the thing is, The stuff that I'm giving you can be applied to any business. So what I want you to do is leave a five-star review. Show me some love. Show me your breakthroughs in this because that type of stuff keeps my content machine going and it gets it in front of the right people that needs to see it. So go ahead, leave me a review. Tag me if you're listening to this right now screenshot it and tag me on Instagram at dogwalkercoach. I'll give you also a special shout out. But yeah, so let's get it in front of the people that need to hear it, which is a perfect segue into today's topic of the superpower elements of marketing that you can start using right away in your dog business. Doesn't matter what type of dog business you have. 
dog training, dog walkers, pack walkers, even though they're dog walkers, uh, groomers, things like that. This is going to be a huge one. Like, I promise you that. It's going to be fucking huge, guys. And it's going to start taking some time to shift around this because it's a mindset change. And the reason why a lot of my clients have the success the way they do, the unheard of success, the success that people are like, oh, yeah, bullshit. That's why I screenshot it a lot, is they go against the grain. They go against everything they've been quote unquote told, everything they've been read on, what other business owners have told them. And they use these elements that I'm about to deliver to build the businesses, to have the most amazing clients. It's a game changer. So that's why I'm like, you guys got to take a second for this one. It's going to take you a second to have your head wrapped around it. And it's totally okay too, right? I have, I understand and you're going to probably be against it. But this is the dramatic shift I want you to start thinking and start implementing when you're ready, because I want you to actually get into a place of where you can do this, is I want you to start thinking about these two elements in your marketing. And when I talk about marketing, I'm talking about any of your content, any of your copy, any of your ads, any of your your materials, like any of that type of shit, any of your lives, any of your social media. You want to focus on these two factors and elements when it comes to getting new clients, new prospects into your business. Attract and repel. Again, that's attract and repel. The thing is, guys, be 100% honest with you here, and might some of you guys might not like this, but there is no reason to have a middle ground on your business with who you want in your business. Your business is not just anybody that has a dog or just anybody that has a dog that they love. Because when I talk about niche, and I'll do a niche video one or a niche podcast one day or niche training or something like that. If you want that, just say, hey, I want niche training. But there shouldn't be a middle ground. You shouldn't be a basic bitch vanilla business trying to appeal to everybody that has a fucking dog let that fucking sink in because when you try to be neutral and i'm not saying go out there and be so charged so so out there kind of like how i connect right because i am very triggery i'm very people either love me or they fucking hate me. Like, please, like you should see some of the emails I get. I get telling people that I should go hang myself with a prong collar, which is hilarious. True story. But the thing is, you should be speaking to precisely who you want to connect with. Who makes you happy? Who is going to be the most incredible fit to your business? Who is going to soul fulfill you? The person that you're going to jump out of bed for every single fucking day. But when you lay over and you accept every single fucking person in the name of the fucking cash and like, get it, like, listen, guys, I am totally about wealth and financial freedom, especially for women entrepreneurs, because I believe we are just keeping ourselves small. That's why I'm fucking loud and obnoxious about it. But when you do that just for survival, you get out of a fucking alignment. 
you lose your boundaries. You lose your boundaries. I can't tell you how many times I connect with people, you know, and I talk to every single person that usually connects with me if they're not afraid of me. (laughs) I don't bite, I swear. My clients know that I actually have a really soft belly. But I can't tell you, like, how many people come to me. It's like, Kristen, how can I set boundaries? It's like, okay, cool. Who is your niche client? And when you don't know who your niche client is, and again, it's not just a fucking person with a goddamn dog that needs training or whatever. It's a puppy or they love their dogs or whatever, because that's just not what a niche is. You start to lose who you fucking are at a micro level. That's why... When you put anything out there with your marketing, with the way you talk, with the way you respond to emails, with the way you respond to messages on private messenger or whatever, you are directly bringing in exactly what you put out there. So if you're putting out generic basic bitch shit because you're afraid to have judgment, you're afraid to kind of stir the pot a little bit. And you want to attract in everybody. And you'll be like, yeah, I can screen them. But I know for fucking fact, guys, that you're not doing that. And you're fucking taking every single motherfucker that's coming into your business. So your goal is to start attracting and repelling continuously at the same time. It's hard. Especially if you're a people pleaser. Especially if you don't like the spotlight on yourself. Now, when I talk about repelling... We think of this word repel and we're like, oh my God, that sounds horrible. It's stirring the pot. It's talking shit. It's not. The act of attracting is the same act of repelling. It doesn't mean you need to go out there and blast people and doing that. The act of attracting is repelling. So what you want to do, guys, is with anything you have out there, with any of any of the messaging or whatever, You want to talk to precisely your niche client. Talk to them like a human. Know what the fuck is going on with them. And how you can step in and help them without making it about you. Because when you're on the side of like the value lays with you or you just want to connect to people just to make a sale off them or bring them into your business, that's not how it works right? That's not how it works. But what you want to do is you want to see who your person is. What pains are they going through? How can you help them and provide value that way? Because the thing is, right? Quantity-based models, they do work. They do. Like I'm not that type of business coach that preaches how to get all the clients all the time. Like that's just not me. And that's cool. Like I respect those business owners that do that have rosters of hundreds of employees. That is totally cool. Like not talking any shit. Like I respect them and I love them too. But that's just not how I how I operate. I focus on the quality of people coming in. I focus on the process of getting the most amazing people into your business with high-end fucking ticket sales. Right? Because if you want to be a quantity-based model, be quiet, be neutral, don't stir the pot, have all the QC pictures of the dogs up. That's cool, right? And, you know, QC pictures of dogs, like I use my own fucking dogs in my marketing. You probably see my old chocolate lab and my little Jack Russell Corgi Hannibal Lecter dogs, you know, because our dog's an asshole too himself. And that's cool. You can still use those elements. But when you lay neutral, when you gear everything so generic 
which you might think is not generic, but I can probably tell you it's not generic. That's when you're not repelling. You're attracting everybody in. And I gotta tell you, in this incredibly oversaturated market, which is shifting dramatically, and it's going to shift again very, very soon with regulations, with the economy, with everything else that's coming up, you're going to get even pushed down more. You might as well just go to a fucking pet store in your town, tack up your business card on the wall. You basically just became another stat. And if you're like fighting me right now, if you're really angry at that I said this because you have a good business or, you know, whatever you and you've survived on this, I can pretty much tell you from my experience, my research, my data, my conversations, you're most likely burned the fuck out. You're most likely on the verge of burning your business down or selling it, which is cool. Again, no disrespect to you. But I can tell you each morning when you wake up, your soul is dead. Well, it's not dead. It's not dead. But your soul is is not, not living its best life. That sounds so cheesy and cliche. But the thing is, when you start to focus on who is going to be an amazing fit, on the dogs that are an amazing fit for your business. And you start getting into alignment with who you are authentically through your content, through your messaging, through your branding, through your sales, and start detracting people. That's where the magic happens. That's where the gold and fucking diamonds lay. And that's where you're going to start to have your passion back. Now, that being said, you know, passion's not going to be there every day. It's just part of an entrepreneurial life. If you're just chasing the passion, I mean, you have other things going on. And I highly suggest you talk to a therapist about that because you might have um, adrenal fatigue or some, you know, dopamine, serotonin issues or whatever. But the thing is, it's like when we get so fulfilled and we, we, we know who we are at such a level we're able to have greater impacts. We're not as testy. We're not as burnt out. We're allowed to kind of test and play around with who we are, the services we offer, the programs we offer. We can offer higher ticket sales. We can offer higher end sales. We can have different programs that fulfill you too. Because if you're doing group classes and you're an outdoorsy person, right? Just say you're doing group classes and you're like, listen, I love to be outdoors. And you're just doing this day in, day out because it's your job. Where are you out of alignment with who you are? Why not go in the great outdoors? Why not take people camping and hiking and do dog training that way and charge a fucking beautiful price to it? Because what's probably happening is you don't have those people in your business yet. But that's the thing, guys. I'm giving you the key, the superpower, the element to attract those people in to do what the fuck you want to do in your business and have fucking fun. And the beauty of it too is when you have the people that really resonate with you, the connection is going to be so much, so much more powerful and smooth and you're going to feel amazing. For example, I have a client, (laughs) I have a client that is a massive, massive Harry Potter nerd. Like she is obsessed with Harry Potter. I think it's hilarious. I am one of those people that will call Harry Potter, um, what do I say? 
like Luke Skywalker or the, I'll use like um, X-Men and I, I would mess it around just because that's just how I am. I do it with my husband too because he's a huge Marvel fan. I'll be like, oh, so is that where Captain America kills Batman? And <laughs> It's just me. That's just who I am. But the thing is, you know, for a long time, she was so out of alignment with the people she wanted to work with. And then she's like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to talk to you precisely. I'm like, oh God, thank God, finally getting it through your head. And she now she has these clients that she uses freaking Harry Potter anecdotal training programs with, right? And it doesn't have to be that pop culture-y, but the thing is, it's like when you you have this innate, aligned, attuned ability to really truthfully connect and you're able to use other elements of business strategy, like proven fucking business strategy, that's where the success is. Because I know you don't wake up every fucking day to be disempowered as a dog business entrepreneur. Ladies, I'm fucking talking about you guys. Get out there. Talk to, connect who you want to work with as a client. Don't worry. Don't worry about your messaging being polarizing. Again, I'm not saying go out and be mean and detract. Don't do that. Please don't do that because that's not cool. But focus, focus on who you want to have in your business. Focus on those relationships. Focus on building those relationships. Don't worry about being in the spotlight. You all deserve to be in the spotlight. You all do. But start laying some boundaries, groundwork. And that starts with building a motherfucking niche and attracting and repelling at the same time, guys. And I want you to take a tune-up. Go through. I'm literally giving you like paid stuff that my clients do. Like I'm not giving you the deep details, but I'm giving you actionable steps you can do right this fucking second. Go through your marketing. Go through your content, your copy. When I say copy, I mean like anything messaging you put out there and see where the neutrality is. Ask yourself deeply, why am I doing it this way? Am I fear of judgment? Am I fear of stirring the pot? Am I fear of another dog trainer calling me out or whatever? And if that's the case, your dog, your dog trainer, colleagues, friends, or followers are not your fucking clients, right? But I get it. There's so much judgment and we want to start moving that away and start focusing on the consumers that are out there that want to work with you, that are super excited to get into your programs, getting into your pack hikes, your pack walks, because they know they need it. All right, guys. So that was the fucking element superpower that you can start doing right this second without any money. But the only thing is be honest with yourself Start shifting and have fucking fun again in your business. And the beauty of it too, and this is where a lot of people freak out, is when you start shifting your marketing around, your messaging around, people are going to like your page and people are going to dislike it. It's fun. It's beautiful. And it's a process. Have fun, guys. And I'll talk to you later. Bye. Hey there. Thank you for listening to another badass episode of Mind Your Own Dog Business. If you haven't already subscribed, What are you waiting for? Oh my God, go and subscribe now so you don't miss out on any of our content-packed dog business jam sessions plus special offers that I'm gonna only be sharing with my amazing dog business entrepreneurial podcast listeners. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, 
be sure to leave a five-star kick-ass review so more amazing dog business owners just like yourself can find us and start to transform and disrupt their businesses and their lives unapologetically. And if you feel so inclined, feel free to tag me on Instagram with a screenshot of this episode and holler at your girl. I'm at dogwalkercoach. You can find me, dogwalkercoach, and I'll pop up and I'll give you a special shout out. All right, guys, until next time. Bye.